hello. Hello and welcome to the Beauty Beast podcast. I'm Melissa. And I'm Demi. And today we are talking about... Educators. Educators. Yes. Yes. Um, I feel like I am going to let Melissa do a lot of the educating on said topic since she is an educator and I will be a student today. Stop. (laughs) But it comes at really good timing because the... um, show is next weekend this upcoming weekend actually yeah premiere in orlando yes i should specify that too (laughs) (laughs) um we were really hopeful that julian and i could go but we are not going to be able to because it is our daughters well to clarify i'm a stepmom because i'm young and youthful um but (laughs) it's our daughter's uh high school graduation so we are going to be down here staying down south celebrating holding down the fort at the salon, but Melissa's going to be heading up. Yes, I am going up and we're teaching Candace and I a joint class in person the Saturday before. And then me, Candace, Rachel are going to the show and premiere. So I'm excited. I can't wait to hear all about it. I think it's their first time going. I'm not 100% sure. I have like a little bit of FOMO. It's been a minute. I didn't go last year, so I'm excited to go this year. The first year that I went, or the last year that I went was, I think it was 2021. It was right after everything was shut down for COVID. And it had reopened. Right. And that year it was in October versus like the June. And it was on a much smaller scale. Yeah. And not how it was like pre pandemic. I think this year is probably going to be the first year that they're like full on back. I hope so. I'm excited to see. Because I feel like by now we were like all rounding out past that. Right. You know, COVID point. Yeah. But then you have like the economy right now is pretty shitty. Yeah, that's true. So. So I don't know. I'm curious to see the difference. Maybe we'll just YOLO it out last minute and drive up on Sunday. I think you should. That would be dope. I think that would be a great idea. Yeah. I mean. Maybe I could do it. It's only three hours. That's true. And Danny said that she's going to be there. She was messaging me this morning. Oh, she is so cool. I love it. Yes. For those of you who haven't listened to our 1099 versus W2 W2 with Danny, she's Mm going to be there. So I'm excited to see that. That'll be awesome. See that? See her. (laughs) Same thing. (laughs) Sorry, Danny. You know what I meant. We already spoke this morning. (laughs) Well, I feel like this is really good timing because the thing that we want to jump into today is... Um, talking about trusting who you're receiving education from. Right. Right? Because there are a lot of people, and I don't want to say that they're not educators, because I don't specifically, like, 100% agree that you have to be, like, part of a brand to Mm -hmm. be an educator. Yeah. But then definitely, like, knowing who you're getting said education from is so important. Yeah. No, I feel like there definitely needs to be a separation um, and I see it like in, in the hair industry and in the nail industry, right? Like having a huge following on social media is great. Giving advice on social media is great. Yes. But I do think there's a fine line between having a huge following and giving advice on social media and somebody who really is in the education world. Yes. Um, and I don't mean to dog either side of that, no, to be clear, no, but I do think there's a big difference. And just the structure of how that education comes through and everything like that, I think really matters. Right. And I think 
typically as like beauty professionals, we get so hung up on, we need this certification Mm -hmm. or we need this piece of paper that says we did this class. But in reality, like clients don't know what that piece of paper is. Like they're just like, oh, like for example, I have my luminary certification that I got in 2020. Right. They know that that's the product that I use and they're like, Okay. Oh, that's Sounds cool. Sounds good. You yeah. know, but if I didn't have it hanging on my wall and they didn't see that, like, would they not come to me? No, like, they don't care. Yeah. They just know that their nails last and the techniques that I use work well, so. Well, I think what's important is when you are looking to expand on your education, you really do the background research of um, finding out if the thing you're looking to expand on, that person that is yes, claiming that is to teaching be you. A, a teacher, an educator in it, is truly experienced with that brand or that product, right? Or or that technique that they're teaching you. Right, because I feel like we just talked about this, right? There was like a little bit of something going on in the (laughs) nail world, wouldn't you say that? Yes. Um, With difference of using of products or use of products and things like that. Exactly, and you, you need to use... You know, and I can only speak on like certain products that I use. Like I use Luminary. I've never had a problem with Luminary. I've Mm -hmm. used it since, you know, it started and everything like that. I have it on my nails and I've never had a problem with Luminary since you put them on my nails. Yeah, I've... it on my nails. (laughs) Right. Like I've never had a problem, but I also know the product. I've been using it for six plus years. You know, I feel confident in it. And, you know, when someone is posting that they're having a problem with whether it's a product or a lamp or something like that. There's so many factors that go into an issue that you're having Mm -hmm. rather than the product's bad or the nail tech is bad or this is bad. It could be a combination of products. Yeah. So, or combination of, you know, so many different scenarios, but making sure that you are learning from somebody who is knowledgeable with what you want to learn, whether like it's an e-file technique or a different gel product or an acrylic product or hair extensions or whatever it is, you want to make sure that that person themselves is is reputable. And I think that that's one of the, the hardest things to navigate as our industry has expanded more heavily Mm -hmm. into social media, if that makes sense. I think when we first started on um, our education journey and the beginning of our careers, it was kind of a little more provided, like as part of the salon you were working in, at least on the hair side. Like usually you would have an educator come connected to some sort of color rep or product line. And that's where you source like most of your education. I think things have evolved drastically from the times that we entered the industry. They have. And I think COVID was a big thing shift. Yes. With that, because I, I mean, I don't know about like the hair side. Graham. Mm-hmm. Sorry, he's getting into stuff. Well, in his defense, the keychain he's going for I know. does look like a cat toy. And he's just like, what is this? This is the perfect time to play with it. <laughs> but no, like, I feel like with COVID, you know, everyone was shut down. Mm-hmm. Everyone was at home. They yeah. had, like I said, at least for nails, like 
everyone had their nail stuff with them at their house. So everyone was playing online with their nail stuff. Everyone was going live. And then it started with like the Instagram classes. Like you could pay to, you know, I paid several people to see like how that they were doing nail art techniques and things like that. And I think it was like $5 or $10. I mean, hell, I even did some classes on Instagram and it was you know, a way to still feel connected, even though everything was shut down. So I didn't see necessarily brands doing it, but people doing it. And Mm -hmm. for nail art, I feel like it doesn't necessarily have to be like a brand sponsored class. On the artistic side, I feel like you can kind of toe the line a little bit more. I don't want to say toe the line because I feel like that's more creative. So getting tips and tricks about that is something that you don't need to like. Right. And I know for me, like, for example, I really looked up to, and I still do, like on Instagram, it's Sierra's Nails. Like her art is amazing. And my clients have loved her for a long time and she would paint things on nails. And my clients, like we would jokingly like text back and forth and like, someone would be like, look at what this hoe did on these nails. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, don't even think about asking that because it can't happen. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? When she posted that she was doing a flower nail art class, you better bet your, you know, you bet your ass I signed up for that during COVID. And it did drastically change like how I did, you know, those things. So I think those were very valuable. Mm -hmm. I definitely agree. Like, I feel like we really saw the boom of like education um, as far as like going online and I, we referenced this in our first, what would we call it? Our first season of, um, season when one. we talked about education in the first season and in one of our episodes, we did talk about this exactly difference mm-hmm. of in-person classes to online classes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I talked about then, like I definitely lean heavier into online than in person for right. me. I actually feel like I focus better. I can kind of hone in on the things that I want And I do really enjoy that. Um, And so social media, not social media. Oh, God. Um, (laughs) COVID really offered a big expansion into that. And I really loved it. Um, And I still do. Like, I I do enjoy even, like, shorter sometimes. Like, Mm -hmm. even the reels, like, that are a little education-based tend to be, like, super helpful with the way my mind works. Like something smaller and shorter that doesn't require me sitting there for like in like hours. Yeah. Tends to engage me more than something that's like prolonged. Like something shorter, I'm like, oh, okay. And then I'm a very visual person and hands-on, and then I'm ready to like be hands-on and try it myself. Right. Um, I've switched out like a few of my placements recently doing the same exact thing and and seeing different things and picking up on them from there. I know a few of the people that I follow, um, they offer like different sign-up opportunities. Right. Uh, and then you get like more VIP content and things like that. And I think that's really great too. Yeah. Um, the amount of knowledge that's offered is just like night and day to when we first started in the industry like what it's accessible it's right at your fingertips yes um and I even see that like with Allie who's training to get on the floor like before you have a big project come in there's a lot more that you can look up and access online yes for sure but then you know then it shifts to who do do you trust as an educator Mm -hmm. and 
I think that that definitely goes, depends on what I'm learning. Yeah. You know, like if I'm learning an art style, like how to do like a specific nail art look or whatever, like I would go to the person that I look up to that does that. For example, Mm -hmm. like Sierra's nails with her florals because they are out of this world or anything like that. I really would go to the person whose technique that I respect and everything like that. Like my nail friend, Lauren plays with like alcohol inks and I still can't wrap my head around it. She makes it look so easy. And I'm like, Lauren, teach me all the things. So like things like that, I would go like to the source. If it is wanting to use a particular brand, I would definitely take those classes like through one of the brand educators. Yes. Um, And I would kind of go from there and then, you know, kind of do your due diligence and see, you know, who you like and who you trust. But I see a lot of, you know, artists who use brands and techniques and things like that and who are like, pay $175 and take this Instagram course. And it's like, then when you kind of look into them, they got their license like maybe a year or two ago. And it's like, I've been licensed for 10 years. Like, you know, we do similar styles of work and I, I don't know, like, I'm not saying that that person's not trustworthy, but that's the kind of thing that I look for. I definitely feel like that's totally fair. Um, I feel like one of the, the things that I see a lot of, um, I guess, like waves in the hair side is I would actually say extensions. And I'm sure you've oh, yeah. even seen it sometimes. Um, weft extensions have become a very big and popular thing in our industry. I don't personally do them. I'm not an extension person. Like mm-hmm. I respect, I love them. I recommend Danny all the time whenever right. there's somebody that needs extensions. Um, but wefts specifically boomed in these last few years. And, um, that is one of the things, and I've seen it firsthand with my clients coming in that I feel people cut corners on a lot when it comes to education Mm -hmm. and certification on it. Um, and even like we were talking, one of the girls in the salon about she was going to get, um, certified too, which I think would be so amazing. And she was weighing out the different classes. When I tell you the amount of people out there that are offering certifications, but the variety of like what their programs look like is a little like mind blowing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, like you go to like the invisible bead extensions, right? Which is kind of like the, or uh, well, it, it isn't kind of like, it is the original and that technique. And so I was actually at one point thinking about doing it, but speaking candidly, my book just doesn't offer the timing right. for it. So I was like, I think I just have FOMO. And as much as I have FOMO, <laughs> I need to know how to stay in my lane sometimes. That's like me with acrylic classes. But like I was looking girls at- that can do acrylic and lay it beautifully. Like yeah. I want to take classes with right. them. And but- then you're like, but I, w- is I it would really never to <laughs> right. And that's even another topic with looking for educators yeah. is knowing what is within your scope of what's possible yes. for your book, your client book. Right. Sorry. And, I um, totally cut you off. By no, the way. that bad. wasn't a cut off at all. I mean, it's, it's 
It's a great point too, but I was looking into it and I was really seriously thinking about adding it on to, you know, the services I offer. And I personally found that like their structure and their training, while it was definitely regimented, was really one of the best that was offered for Mm -hmm. that technique. Um, And their technique is a little different than the other weft extensions, which is why I'm pretty sure it's like patented. I don't want to misspeak on this, but I looked into it like a year and a half ago. So I would have to tell you spot, spot on my bullet points might be a little off. Um, But uh, like that course made sense to me when I tell you the differences that I have seen from my clients coming in with weft extensions that have gone to somebody who's genuinely certified in comparison to the people that probably took like an online course and they were like, got it. Right. Or took one course and then had it. Um, it's drastic. Like I have seen, for instance, like certain clients I've heard horror stories and then I've seen myself like bald spots things where sections were pulling too much and I think that that's a really prime example of why you really want to source the right place for your education to ensure you're setting your clients up for success absolutely especially when it comes to offering a new service yes like if you are going to be offering a new service don't take the shortest class as much as you want to take the shortest class the shortest class is probably not going to offer you the education you need for a new service that you don't do yet like when we talk Mm -hmm. about and I used to take on apprentices a lot but I I don't really do that anymore um but when I did have apprentices the biggest thing that I would always preach and I I tell Allie this now is muscle memory right so Mm -hmm. something isn't going to come easy to you until that muscle memory clicks and that muscle memory clicks from redundancy from right, doing repetition. things over and over again from practicing them over and over again so i look at some of these situations where they're offering a new technique and it's like a oh two hour course and then you're certified or whatever yeah and you're like wait a minute how is that possible that after two hours or whatever I'm going to be able to walk away from that. If I'm not mistaken, the IBE course is 12 weeks and you have check-ins and you have to check in with them. And I remember when I was weighing them all out, that was the one I was going to lean towards if Mm -hmm. I was going to do one because I felt like, you know what? Like that makes sense. It's going to be a new service. So why would I not take that course and do my due diligence and round out at the end of it being fully certified in something, knowing I'm walking into it confident right and I think that's the one thing that I do see I think I definitely just got in my soapbox a little bit but I think I'm more passionate about it when it comes to education of a new service or a new product right and I mean as crazy as it is you want to make sure that what the person like the educator what they are saying that they do and provide to the industry they genuinely do that they actually do it Mm mm-hmm you know, there I've seen educators out there who are promoting a technique using their products and all of these things. But then when you actually look into them, it's like, okay, well, they don't actually do these things. They're, they're just selling their product essentially. And not that what they're saying or what they're teaching is incorrect, but it's not to me that's not genuine and that's like actually not 
that it's totally off topic, but it's not technically within the hair world. But um, my husband was Julian. We know him as Julian on here. <laughs> um, but he was just looking into some stuff with just some social media knowledge. Um, mm. Oh, and that's trying even to expand. a bigger yeah, and, and this dive. has to do with our industry also. Um, and he was just looking into like something on social media, um, marketing and everything like that. And the opportunity was great. Like he was talking to, to um, this specific person and there was great information. Like even he came mm-hmm. in and showed both of us that he had taken a few of his like online, like smaller courses. Right. And then there was the opportunity to sell, like, for them to, like, take over, like, your brand. Like, not take over your brand. That's the wrong wording. But um, to, like, kind of walk you through, like, a brand redo. Right. And um, it was interesting because neither one of us was really into that because that's something that, like, we're both very protective of, like, staying true to who we are, even if it kind of feels like... You know, we're not spot on to exactly what's trending at that moment. I should mm-hmm. say I probably am very passionate about that. Um, and so he had gotten to the point where they were starting to sell him on a package to continue to work together. And I had a client who just happens to be very well versed on social media come in and Julian picked her brain a little bit and she said you know speaking honestly from her perspective that's just an opportunity to monetize for Mm -hmm. people like that and there are people that will benefit from it um but staying true to who you are is actually far more valuable right oh absolutely and so it was an interesting topic and it made me think about it because i think when we jump on social media and somebody like really seems to be doing it so well they're so quick to sell you like a package to jump on board to do the same thing they're doing. Yes. And I come from like a little bit of a different standpoint where I don't believe that that's going to offer you success solely. No, not at all. Like I think some people might disagree with me, but, um, you know, yes, I'm established with my clientele. My book is closed, so I might be coming from a different standpoint. I am a little more lax on my social media now, but when I was building, I was like crazy on it, constant, constant. But I think the thing is, is we can't all start thinking that we have to like buy a preset way to run our social medias. I think that you can't be scared to be yourself. And oh, for sure. Those clients will come along. And I do sometimes see where like people want to structure your entire personality I guess you'd say in our industry from start to finish and they're telling you you have to do this you have to do that and you have have to hit all these benchmarks and I don't know how I feel about that like when it comes to like I think there's great business tools to be passed along and I'm not saying that they're not valid for passing them along but I just don't think you should have to fit into the same box does that make sense no I totally agree with that like I mean, we could get into like social media classes and that's like a whole other... Yeah, that's a whole other ballgame. That was like hole. a little bit of like a squirrel moment that I went down. But that's like one of the no. things I do feel passionate about. No, but it is something that like I've invested in mm-hmm. things to like learn more about social media and things like that to grow my social media right. and to grow me as like a brand and things, you know, all of the things that I felt that I needed. Um 
some of them were really valuable. Some of them were garbage. Yeah. You know, like I recently, I think I was telling you about it. Like there's one from this girl that I saw that she's doing like Mm -hmm. all of the chat GPT GPT and like using AI to help you. And it really intrigues me. And I've seen other like, I don't know, social media influencers like who are like, follow me for more Instagram tips and tricks. You know, I've seen more of them really start pushing like the AI and everything like that to help Mm -hmm. you with your business. And I am intrigued about it. That I would pay for from, again, somebody that I've actually looked at and the girl that I, you know, saw the class from, it wasn't that bad. And she is like a hairstylist. She's in our industry. So I think that it could be helpful. I do see, like, I think that, that's one that it's probably important we all start to educate ourselves on with running right and businesses that have to do with being dependent on technology booking technology social media all of it exactly so and it's since it's something that I don't know a lot about like I think I've played with it a little bit yeah and that's about it but I haven't used it to like really hone in on my social media or anything But I'm curious about it and I want to learn more. So that might be something that I invest in. And it wasn't like a huge investment. I think it was like 65 bucks or something like that. Which was not bad. Yeah. Which I'm willing to take a risk on. Mm -hmm. Um, But then you see some people who are like, buy this membership to this thing. And it's like thousands of dollars. Yeah. A lot of that is like... that's a red flag for me. Yeah. Like I... I guess it's difficult because I definitely respect like what people are doing when it comes to like the the coaching. Um, I see it a lot in like the hair side of the industry. I'm sure you see it in the nail side too. I think oh, yeah. it exists in every industry, even outside of our our beauty industry. About like whatever whatever uh industry you're in, like being a specialist when it comes from start to finish, marketing, doing your coaching on um <laughs> like how to structure your business and all of those things. I think the advice that you could provide with like your business structure and all of that stuff, that is a little bit more one size fits all and that's great knowledge. But I do have to say my red flags kind of ding when it's a package and a monthly price and I don't know. I mean, (laughs) but maybe that's me sounding like I'm like, little behind the times or not so into it but I just think when it's something that's um months long it starts to feel like what are we committing to exactly no and I think it just depends on what you're that IBE course to be clear (laughs) only because it's a technique that I do think 12 weeks makes sense for a new technique that you're going to train to do. Yes. And that's when, I don't know, like my red flags start to go off is when you have, and I, and again, I'm not like bashing anyone or anything like that, but when you have people who their credentials don't necessarily align, Mm -hmm. like I've seen people out there who've been in our industry for a couple of years max doing classes that are thousands of dollars to learn how to do nails the way that they do and 
you know, I say that because they'll post, oh, sign up for this, you know, one-on-one or whatever with me. And then I click the link because you put the link out there. I'm going to click it. And it takes you to their website and it tells you all about them. And then you click on the class and it's like thousands of dollars. And it's like, but you've only been licensed for a couple of years. Like that's a red flag to me. Yeah. I, I don't know how else to say that. But that's fair. Yeah. And to somebody else that maybe like is newer within the industry, there may be the aspect of that feels like something safer for them where kind of meeting at that point where maybe they're only a few years behind where that person is, right? They look at it like, oh, I could be there in a few years. Um, I also see where that could be dangerous too because I think that that's where maybe certain people who are taking advantage can boost their pricing and make a little too much money off of the situation. Does that make sense? Right. And I understand like doing a one-on-one, you're not talking about I'm coming in for like an hour to shadow you. Like I'm sitting down with you. Hopefully there's models or, you know, you can bring a friend and, um, you know, like really watch me and then you can practice and it's more... (laughs) <laughs> this cat he is, is like hanging off he's like i love podcast days so i much. know so much he <laughs> loves it when the office door is open um but then it's you know i hope that you're getting like that full eight hour instruction like you would in a quote unquote brand sponsored class you know what i mean and not just kind of i don't know right I feel like it could be scammy at sometimes but I hate saying that because I don't want to bash anyone either right I think it's like I think we sound almost a little confused and I think this is the genuine feeling of a lot of people in our industry right now of how to kind of I don't want to say confused maybe that sounds mean but you get what I'm saying like there's an abundance of everything and it's kind of hard to like decide what has that value and what doesn't and I think over the last few years it's become a little more like detached from like in person so like you're really vetting people through social media right and vetting people through social media is kind of tough because you're only seeing the best parts and then I feel like every time something goes sideways then you start hearing all the horror stories come out of like exactly oh like I bought a package to do this I bought a package to do that and Right. And I'm not saying that like in some individuals can't have value. Like there are definitely, um, you know, people out there that do more of that. I mean, I guess it's called like more of like the Russian style manicuring where, you know, they really hone in on like the cuticle area and like making it literally look like your nail is growing out from the cuticle. And I've looked into some of those classes and to some of those people and those classes are, they're very expensive. They are thousands of dollars, but then seeing the course structure and the course layout Mm -hmm. and you know, that they are bringing in models and that it, it it is an in-depth, you know, course and class and everything like that, that almost makes me feel better than, Come sign up for my class. Yeah, you know what I mean? Funny. Like while we were chatting, I, I went to go pull it up. It's probably like for somebody that doesn't do extensions, I probably sound like their biggest fan. But 
I just was referencing it only because I really appreciated their structure and that's kind of what had pulled mm-hmm. me in from the beginning. So the breakdown, like if you're looking at it on our phone now, is there's three levels to it plus in-person education. And I think that when you look at this, like this is a great example, like this link of something that is truly a program that people have invested into making sure you're getting your money's worth. And I do know a few stylists who have become certified through them, but you're talking about three levels, which is a one-on-one mentor. Um, You start your learning on a mannequin. When you move to your next level, from what I'm reading, you move on to working on a model. And then there's more in-person education moving forward. And you aren't handed your your certification until you surpass level three. Right. And so to me, like... Just reading that structure quickly to you. So I might have misspoke on like the 12 weeks. I don't really know how that's mapped out. Maybe the last time I read it, that's what I kind of perceived it to be. But you have benchmarks right. to hit. And that's what I think I mean when I say you really need to vet anything you're looking to learn yeah. and see that you have a structure like that. And I think that that's the thing at least I personally feel passionate about. Like I know when I first got certified for Weed Ad, like... It was a training weekend. Like, I believe it was three days in total. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was three days in total. But you had to do different things each day. And you weren't given your certificate unless you really right. you did the tackled things. all right. of those things. Right. Um, and, and I do think it's important that we just, like, I guess, like, it's, it's important to vet that. But it's difficult. Like, I... It is. It's I don't know how to how else to word it. It's confusing yes. in today's world of how to figure out which one's which. Yes, it really is. And, you know, who to trust and what brands to trust and, mm-hmm. you know, things of that nature, too. Yeah. I really always, like, if I do have a brand and I think that this is something that's a great way to first find somebody with, like, a little more knowledge is... I'll start with following that brand, right? That mm-hmm. I love. Like currently we're we're using Trust in the Salon and we love it, right? So I'll start with focusing on their social media and then start to see who they tag and start to look at people from there. See who's like affiliated with the brand. Yep. Um, and then you can kind of attach to the people based off of that that seem to align with maybe how you are a little bit more. Right. And what you kind of are looking for from education. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's all our, we got. Our maybe. advice? Is it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but I think this is something that we're going to probably revisit multiple times because I think we're all learning together as we go. Oh, And for I'm sure. sure by the time you come back from the show, we're going to have even more to talk about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So I would it's say like- time to check in after we get back. Or not time. It's not time right now. Um, It's going to be time to check in after Melissa gets back from the hair show for us to tell us what she feels she saw about education while she was there. And let's be honest, Demi's going to go on Sunday. Maybe. Yeah. I'm going to YOLO last minute. We're going to make it happen. Yes. Yes. All right. So until next time. Until next time.